Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils. I'm your host, Peter K, and I'm back with another Mr. to Mrs. series. Now guys, as you can see from the title, today's podcast is all about how is married life? Now, this is a question I get asked all the time. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I'll give you examples. So say someone pops up, they message me on like Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, whatever the medium may be. And they're like, hey, and I'll be like, they'll be like, hey, and I'm like, hey, how are you? They're like, I'm good, I'm fine, whatever the response is. Then the next question, how's married life? Now, I got this a lot, especially when I just got married, and I just used to find it so funny, because I'm like, you're asking me how's married life, but you haven't even asked me how I am. And it's funny because, like, as I've been thinking and I've been getting the questions a lot more, it comes, three things that come to my mind is that some people ask that question out of curiosity, others ask it out of just general care for your well-being, just seeing how you're doing, and then you have number three, those who ask out of concern. And I think for a lot of people, when it comes to marriage, they have such a bad perception of what marriage is. For a lot of people, especially with the fact that I'm young and I'm married, they think, oh my gosh, like her life must just be so terrible. Like, you know, you know you're young, you should be doing whatever you want. And you know, a lot of the times people have this kind of mentality. And I think that marriage just has such a bad reputation. There's a lot of people that they wanna get married, but it's more out of the desire of feeling like I'm not left out feeling like I'm not the single friend or I'm not the friend that's cohabiting. I got a husband or I got a wife. So for a lot of people, when it comes to marriage, they have such a bad perception of it. And I know like, of course, we have high divorce rate. A lot of people that get married within the first year, they're already having problems and already thinking about divorce. But the problem is not marriage itself. The problem is how you go about it. Now, a lot of the times, issues that develop in marriage were issues that were already prevalent during the dating stages. Or if it wasn't, because you know, some people, they can be deceivers. They hide things about themselves. There's people with a whole other family that they have not even told their partner about. Now, the problem is that sometimes there are signs during the dating stages that we ignore, especially as women. I'm speaking as a woman because I'm a woman, right? A lot of the times women ignore these signs. They ignore these red flags. You know, maybe the person's a little bit too possessive and maybe he gets jealous very easily or she gets jealous very easily. And at the beginning when you're dating and everything's all good and you know, the butterflies and all that good stuff, you're just like ignoring it and thinking, oh, you know, it's so cute. You know, he gets so jealous but then what seemed to be cute during the day and what seemed like just some cute or healthy level of jealousy then develops and spirals into something much bigger now a lot of the times even like women of faith they'll complain like how does God allow this to happen to me but then like I always say there's always signs there's always signs I don't believe that God is just gonna allow you to be deceived completely by this person even the best actor even the best person that can hide and conceal and pretend to be someone they're not there are always signs but the problem is that sometimes we ignore these signs sometimes we try to make excuses for bad character flaws now when I say a bad character flaw listen we all have flaws we all have mistakes we all have weaknesses but there are some things that you just can't ignore for example when someone constantly lies to you now listen okay no one's perfect but if someone's constantly lying to you deceiving you hiding important bits of information about themselves from you that already is in itself is a big red flag that says do you know what this person can't be trusted 
because if someone is willing to go out of their way to lie to you and especially do you know those people that they're just so slick at lying that it just rolls off their tongue that you even start to think it's the truth when it's a situation like this you have to understand that wow in the same way this person was just able to lie to me with such ease what else can this person do and if the person can lie they can steal they can cheat do you understand because to cheat <laughs> you need to do all the above to understand stealing okay you're not physically stealing anything but they're stealing your trust they're stealing you know that um level of love and care and concern that you had for them they're stealing your peace because after that that's really going to shake you that's really going to knock your trust in that person and not only with them but trust for the near future which you're then going to need to rebuild so it's so important you're probably thinking what does this have to do with the title of this video um guys we're going to get to it so yes, yeah, so like I always said, like I've just been saying, right? There are always signs. Now going back to the original question, how is married life? I will let you guys know how my married life is, but I wanted to just kind of build on this first and foremost, because like I said, like a lot of people, when they think of marriage, even like when I talk to people and then um, they're like, when they find out my age and they're like, wow, we've been married almost two years. Like in their heads, it's like, wow, like, why would you get married so young? They don't always say that, but I can kind of, it's very obvious from like their body language or how they say certain things. But for those that have gotten married young and they've had a blessed marriage, you understand why being married from a young age is actually a great benefit to your life. And like I said, it all depends on the people. It's not on marriage itself. It's like church, for example. Church is not always the problem, but of course you're always going to have problematic churches, problematic people, because churches, as you know, is made up, of, made up of people. And you can have people that are about their own agenda. They're not about, you know, helping people, saving souls. They're about ka-ching, getting that money. So the problem isn't always the institution, but it can be the people and how they go about it. And with marriage, a lot of the times people go into marriage with this big <laughs> deception right over their eyes they're going into marriage expecting perfection they're going into marriage expecting that it's going to be like their parents relationship or this person's relationship not understanding that your marriage is what you make it like anything else in life if you don't invest in something it's not gonna work if you don't invest in for example a healthy diet it's not gonna come naturally you have to consciously decide that you're gonna eat certain things that you're not gonna eat certain things that you're gonna have a balance in terms of the size and the portions that you do eat it's the same way with your marriage if you don't invest in your marriage you could both be people of faith you could both be successful you could both be people that love yourselves you could both be people that love each other but it's not gonna be enough for the marriage to work your marriage is what you invest in it. Now, if you stop investing in your marriage, same way, if you stop investing in a healthy lifestyle, just know you're gonna fall off. <laughs> and then, you know, you're gonna start filling out those jeans. Things aren't gonna start fitting anymore. You know, it's gonna be a struggle to get those jeans on that were so easily, um, you were so easily able to put on before. And it's the same with marriage. If you stop investing in your marriage, it's not gonna work. You're gonna have problems. Communication is gonna break down. Trust is gonna break down. The love that you had in the beginning is not gonna be the same. So it's so important for you to understand that one, marriage is very individual. You can have millions of people that are married, but the individual relationships will be different. You could have a million marriages that are, are successful, but then when you actually analyze those relationships, and compare them you'll see that maybe the way they do things is very different you might have some marriages that are more traditional and it works 
but you might have some marriages that are a bit more modern in terms of things are shared in terms of for example cleaning the husband cleans um equally to the wife or he cooks equally to the wife or you may have um cases where the husband he's a house husband for example but it may work or he may be the one that he just loves cleaning because you do have some men they love to clean okay you may even have that and it works so the trouble is a lot of the time when you compare you're always going to see differences but then when you start comparing your relationships a b and c you're going to get confused you're going to get lost and you have to remember that your partner is not the same as a b and c they could be brothers they could even be twins or triplets but they're still going to be unique they're still going to be different they're still going to have their own flaws weaknesses expectations baggage and all sorts so now going back to the question how is married life peter k well it's gonna be two years for me in september and honestly guys when i tell you this time has gone by quick i was looking back at my wedding um, pictures and videos the other day and i was like what the heck like how was this almost two years ago the time has gone really quick but one thing that i can say is that for me going into marriage i really tried to minimize my expectations not in the sense of i was expecting it to be bad or anything like that but i didn't want to go into it putting all this immense pressure on my husband or putting all this immense pressure on my relationship that everything needed to be perfect and it all just needs to flow and be amazing i knew that there are going to be things we're not going to agree on i i came in with the mentality of listen you're both different you had different upbringings you're going to clash on certain things you're not always going to agree so i already had that expectation and to be honest it made things a lot easier for me I remember before I got married, a lot of times people were like, oh, the first year is so hard, blah, blah, blah. So to be honest, I didn't really feed into that too tough because I knew, again, listen, every marriage is different, okay? What may be a really hard year for you may not necessarily be a really hard year for me because we're not married to the same man and we're not the same people. So for me, the first year, honestly, it was not that deep. Of course, there were issues, but for me, the issue was more in terms of like, um transitioning from being single doing my own thing just caring about myself just looking after me to now having a whole other human being to factor into my life and my decisions just something so simple for example before i got married i lived with my parents and i would always like for example when i get home from work food will always be ready i didn't really need to cook i i can probably count you know the number of times i cooked when i lived with my parents not because i couldn't cook but there was no need someone would always get home before me and would have cooked if i was cooking something it's because i just weren't happy with what was at home and i wanted to make something different um so yeah so i never really needed to cook so going from getting home dinner's already ready to now getting home and the ingredients are all just staring at me after a long day at a stressful job and it's like theo will be like <laughs> now guys this is going to be funny right He'll be like to me, oh babe, what's for dinner? And I'll look at him like, I don't know why, but I'll just get so annoyed whenever he'd ask me what's for dinner. It's funny because, because I was just kind of getting used to that. This was now my role, my main responsibility. It was kind of like, I was a bit resentful in a sense. Like, why are you always asking me what's for dinner, man? Listen, I'm gonna cook, what I'm gonna cook. I wouldn't say that, but in my mind, that's what I was thinking and it would kind of just reflect on my face as well. But yeah, it took me a little while to kind of adjust that this was my new life, this was my new normal. And especially being in a job that was quite stressful. At the beginning of my marriage, it wasn't too bad because for about, um, I got married in September and I started working in my new job in, let's say the February, April times okay let's say april full-time wise i started working 
and I had a good couple of months to kind of transition so in terms of like being tired and balance everything it wasn't too bad because I was listen I was a housewife for the first couple of months which was great um but then once I started getting back into full-time work and being in a position that like I said guys was stressful was not easy it was very difficult coming home from work feeling tired to then oh my gosh I'm hungry and I'm gonna come home my, my husband's coming home soon I know he's gonna be hungry too and then needing to cook so little things like that it just it got very tiring in the beginning for me but then I just started to be a bit more organized I started to just when I'd get home instead of being straight like just going straight okay let me start cooking I'd sit down for a little bit but you know what let me just chill take a deep breath let me have some water or whatever let me watch divorce court for a little bit I love my divorce court or let me watch Fatal Attraction. <laughs> I love Fatal Attraction. This isn't an ad, by the way, but if you guys wanna sponsor me, just drop me an email. But yeah, so I would just, do you know what? I've had a long day, I've had a stressful day. Let me just sit down first and foremost, take a deep breath, just chill for a bit. And I think for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself because of the kind of person that I am. I like to do things to the best of my ability. I like to make sure that my work, whatever I do is, to a good standard so even with being a wife I feel like I put more pressure on myself than my husband put on me because I didn't want to be a bad wife I wanted to be a good wife I wanted to be someone that he'd be like you know my wife is like yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean so for me I just put so much pressure on myself to be this perfect wife to make sure the house is always clean all the time to make sure the food is always on the table but that wasn't always necessary so one thing that I had to learn within my first year of marriage was balance and with balance it's always going to be something that we need to learn we need to refresh ourselves on because the moment you find the balance something else gets added onto the table so yeah I just needed that balance and I even think to myself if I was to have a child in the first year of my marriage listen I don't know how I was going to do it because it was already stressful as it was with having a challenging job imagine having a kid mm -mm, not for me but anyway so yeah going back to how's married life so yeah like I was saying like for me the things that I struggled with most early on in my marriage wasn't even the marriage itself it was just changes in my lifestyle as a result of getting married so now needing to factor in someone else's feelings you know like when you're single sometimes you're a bit more savage like you don't think about what people are gonna say um, or feel when you say certain things so it was kind of like you know what it's not just about me, just even being conscious of the way I speak to my husband, because sometimes I would say things, and in my mind, it's not rude, but the way it would come across to him would be rude. It would be like, oh my gosh, did you just talk to me like that? So I had to kind of like, just kind of step outside of myself and just see how things can be perceived from someone else's perspective. And I think one thing with marriage, it really pushes you to be patient because it's very easy like when you're married to someone you live with them you, you see them every day you wake up with them you go to bed with them you're with them all the time so you see flaws in them that no one else will see including themselves so that can sometimes lead you to either being someone that's very critical very overbearing especially as women this is something we do you can kind of get into this naggy being someone's mother and like for me I always know listen I'm trying to be no one's mom especially not to my husband so I kind of recognize especially when I see certain and flaws or things that would annoy me I'm like ugh. like for example he put something let's say I have a designated area for the dirty clothes but then it's not been put in that place and it's like oh my gosh what's wrong with this man <laughs> so like even with little things like that it's so small 
but if you're not careful it can become a big thing so just learning to be patient learning you know that you know no one's perfect including yourself so just being patient with it it's not that deep okay he didn't put the clothes inside the basket you know what just go put it in the basket we'll just gently remind him babe just put it in the basket please okay and i'm not saying like i always got it right i didn't sometimes i was rude you know what i mean but i since repented and changed but yeah so the point that i'm making that listen marriage is very very individual it's not going to be the same for everyone and i think it's important especially for those that are married that are listening to this podcast it's important to be honest with people when they do ask you questions like this but at the same time it's important to be impartial not to kind of try to influence people's views but to let them know that listen this is how my marriage is it doesn't mean that's how yours is going to be let's say your marriage is very successful it's wonderful it's working you love each other you respect each other the trust is there it's growing you're you know you're flourishing together amazing but you gotta let people know listen my marriage is this way because i've invested in it it doesn't mean that because you get married too it's going to be this way it will be this way if you invest in your marriage and when i say invest this needs to come from both parties of course there are many marriages that have been turned around because of the influence of one person but at some point the other person had to realize that you know what i need to change too (laughs) because if it's the case that it's just one person that's investing in the marriage one person you know that's making the effort to look their best you know to compliment their partner to respect to spend time with their partner you know to do things that their partner likes doing that maybe they don't like doing you know just to show that person how much you mean you value and respect them but then the other person it's like they're just receiving 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 and they're not giving anything back they will get to a point where the person that's giving is going to be like you know what forget this i've had enough you know there's someone out there that's going to treat me better than you and it's going to get to a point where it's even the other person that's not been making the effort that hasn't been investing in the marriage will then have to realize i need to choose to invest in this marriage or i need to just sign out and if obviously if the person chooses to invest then the marriage is going to flourish so like i said guys your marriage is all dependent your marriage your relationship is all dependent on how you invest in it don't go into marriage thinking it's going to fail because if you already have that kind of mentality it's going to happen the way that you think the way that you speak into your marriage is going to determine how your marriage is going to be if you're the kind of person that keeps saying oh all men cheat all men cheat all men cheat just know that your man's going to cheat on you do you know what i mean i'm not saying that you need to be um ignorant or naive and think oh it can never happen to me i will never say never because i don't know what's going to happen in the future but what i do know as long as my husband still has god as as his number one priority and then me second then i have nothing to worry about but the moment i start seeing that god is slipping yeah he's no longer one then that the possibility of anything is possible so it's all a matter of like i said how you invest so going back to the question peter k how is marriage marriage is blessed i ain't gonna lie to you is it perfect no but is any marriage perfect no is my marriage healthy 100 percent. because i invest in it i consciously think okay what can i do to be a better wife i'm constantly asking god sometimes i even ask my husband because he might come out with some, with some stuff that's not even relevant okay but i'm always asking god what can i do to be better or even when i recognize that i've said something or done something in a way that i could have done it better then it's like oh pk you need to change you need to change <laughs> and from time to time i ask my husband which is pretty much based on a book that we read when we were dating 
it's called the five love languages i would definitely recommend this book it is one of the best books i've read about love marriage relationships 100 very great book very great book very good book so yeah so i um a question i'd often ask him from time to time maybe at least once a month is how is your love tank you know how do you feel our marriage is going how do you feel our relationship's going so i'll ask him out of 10 and then he would let me know so if he says for example six or five then i'll be like oh my gosh what's going on why is it that number and sometimes the thing is we ask for feedback we ask for constructive constructive criticism but you got to be ready for what you're going to receive you might hear something that's like oh i weren't ready for that so if you know you're not ready for the answer don't ask because then you're going to already come on a defense and that's not going to add anything to your marriage to your relationship so it's very important to be open to listen okay and open to change if you go and listen one thing out one last tip before i finish because i don't want this to be too long is marry someone that is humble marry someone who is always willing to change always willing to better themselves i'm not even talking about for you but for themselves marry someone who's open to criticism and feedback and i'll tell you why this is so 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 important in a marriage you can find a man you think oh he a man of god this man is perfect he my mr right but if the man is proud run away and i tell you why your marriage is gonna be a struggle if you marry a proud man or a proud woman it's gonna be tough because when you recognize things in that person that is not right when you recognize those character flaws or they keep doing something that's just it's just not working it's not good maybe the way they communicate maybe the way they spend money but that person is very resistant to listening to feedback to constructive criticism the moment you try to be like babe do you know what the way you spoke to me was really disrespectful i didn't like that i hurt my feelings and they're coming with well that's how you felt or okay this is how i am deal with it whenever you hear um responses like this kick and I'm telling you this now because when you get married, it's going to be a struggle. You're constantly going to be battling with the person on minor things. But if the person is humble, of course, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. If you think you're perfect, then okay. What can I say? But yeah, if you marry someone that is open to criticism, constructive criticism, I'm not talking about crazy stuff, but something constructive that's edifying and they're open to listening and actually acting on that listen you have found a gold mine because when you have issues in your marriage when you have communication problems when you don't agree with certain things when you're coming up with you know important decisions on where you're going to live on children not having children you know moving houses family issues external things going on in your marriage or maybe financial issues going on the person's going to be willing to listen and if you recognize things that's not working maybe on an intimate level or communication level then that person's going to be open to actually listening to what you have to say and working on it so it's very important that you marry someone that you date someone of course dating is different because you're just getting to know but before proceeding to something more serious deciding to get engaged married um to live with that person you need to really think is this person humble is this person open to constructive criticism and if you recognize this person's not you're gonna be struggling you're gonna have some heavy bricks on your shoulder when it comes to confrontation because that's inevitable in your marriage even if you find someone that's very similar similar to you in terms of your interests you like similar things you like similar music you had a very similar background culture you're still gonna have things that you're different in because you're not twins and even if you were twins you'd still have differences so it's very very important that you date that you marry that you commit 
yourself to someone who is humble because if you do guys listen when people ask you how's married life you're gonna be like it's good is good <laughs> but anyways guys i really hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast if you did hear some noise in the back it's my fan because guys you know it's getting hot out here and your girl gotta stay cool so anyways guys have a great day i really hope you enjoyed this podcast don't forget guys to share this with your friends to share this with your single friends dating friends engaged friends the situationship friends and all in between have a great day i will be i will be back with you guys next week well, not next week. I don't know when. <laughs> In two weeks' time, I'll be back with another Mr. Mrs. series. Have a great day, and I'll be back with you soon.